Metroids, welcome to another update. My name's Trent Richards and I'm the CEO of Metrics Coin. Joining me today is iGug, our resident expert in all things that are wrapped like Christmas presents. <laughs> welcome, iGug. <laughs> Hi, Trent. Thanks for having me on again. <laughs> it's great to have you back. We've got, uh, we've got a few questions after our last uh, little chat that we had. And the funniest thing is you and I had a little chat after we stopped the record button and we said, oh, we should have talked about this, we should have talked about this, we should have talked about this, but the good news is we're back. <laughs> <laughs> so now we can talk about all these things. Um, so I had a absolutely. few questions. Ready for yeah. round two? Round two? Yep, absolutely. Um, yes. <laughs> so I'll um, hit you up with a few questions and if you can just... Share your knowledge. I think that's probably going to be best. So, uh, so let, let's start with impermanent loss. Absolutely. We, okay. We, we, we talked a little bit about impermanent loss last time. We didn't really get into the nitty gritty. So what is it about impermanent loss that we need to know? So the biggest thing about impermanent loss is really understanding, first, what it means, and second, what type of loss someone might experience experience from various price changes. So, you know, looking at you know, what is impermanent loss, it's called impermanent because it's not a realized loss until you remove that liquidity. But once you remove it, it becomes permanent. So because the prices of the coins are changing all the time, you are constantly gaining or, or losing on your um, liquidity position to some degree because of the fluctuations in price. And there's actually a really great site out there called APY.Vision, which is very helpful for looking at your current liquidity value and then looking at impermanent loss uh, relative to what you would have had if you had just held those two coins separately. So, APY.Vision? You know, APY.Vision. Yep. And uh, there may be a, a separate one specifically for Binance. I know that one is for um, you know, Ethereum chain. And uh, we'll include the links in the video as well, I'm sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, but, you know, looking at a permanent loss, there's a really great example from the Binance Academy that I like to reference. When you look at a pool that is, uh, you know, two pairings, one a stable coin and one a non-stable coin it makes it very easy to calculate what impermanent loss is because one side is moving and the other is not. And uh, metrics, you could think of in the same way, if metrics were to go up and the price of BNB were to stay the same, we would see a similar situation. So for example, if you have a 50% increase in the price of one coin on one side of that, you would experience 2% impermanent loss. And that means that because one coin has gone up, you have, uh, or going back a little bit, if you have metrics and Binance, the metrics goes up 50%, your Binance coin doesn't change, you end up with uh, essentially a rebalancing of your liquidity pool funds, and you end up with a little bit more BNB and a little bit less metrics. And because of that, Relative to what you would have had if you had just held metrics and BNB alone, there is a 2% difference in the total value of what you have. And that's what the impermanent loss really means. 
So, you know, if you started with $1,000, well, you would now have only $980. And it's not a huge impact when you start to look at some of the uh, APR that comes into play with the liquidity pool and the fees that, are, uh, that people who are trading are paying. And by being a liquidity provider, you're collecting a portion of those fees. And that usually is enough to offset most low level impermanent loss. Now, when impermanent loss becomes more significant is when you're looking at a doubling in price or a quadrupling in price. Uh, for example, if you have a, uh, a 2X price change, you're looking at 5.7% impermanent loss uh, versus a 4X change where you're at 20% impermanent loss. So it does begin to snowball at a certain point. And one of the things that happens, you know, when a coin would go up rapidly in price, you also tend to see a rapid increase in volume. And with that increase in volume, you get a lot more fees being generated and you tend to still see a lot of that getting offset to some degree. But uh, I will be perfectly honest, I get a little nervous when I see those larger changes above you know, a two times price move. And sure. uh, it doesn't mean I pull my liquidity necessarily, but I may to some degree uh, dollar cost average or try to offset it while the things are moving. Okay, and, that makes uh, sense. Yeah, and as everyone says, this is not financial advice. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, everyone should do their research and try. I just want to help make sure everyone understands how all of this works, so that everyone can make the best decisions for themselves. Because uh, there are some liquidity pools where I just leave it there because I don't really care, um, and there are others where I play around a little bit more depending on how the, the prices change. Sure, and I guess our Metroids can do the same thing once they get a little bit more experience with it all as well. Um, so how, talk about that. How can our Metroids uh, be part of this? Let's say I've got $500 uh, or $1,000 worth of coins that I want to contribute. Um, how, how can I be part of this? And maybe if we talk a little bit about uh, how the price moves within the liquidity pool at the same time. Yeah, well, actually, starting with how the price moves is a great is a great next step. So, when you go in, and we're going to talk, by the way, uh, more on Pancake Swap because there's more liquidity for metrics right now on Pancake yeah. Swap, and I think yeah, that's great. that's the one to concentrate on for today's talk. So, right now, if I go into Pancake Swap, and if I want to swap one BNB for metrics, I'm going to receive a little bit short of half a million of metrics. And it shows me that there's going to be a price impact of 1.77%. Now, what does price impact really mean? It means that the price of each asset in the pool is going to move up or down by 1.77%. So by doing that swap, the price of metrics is actually going to go up double that 1.77%. And it will come out to be uh, you know, right around 3.5% higher than it was before I made that trade. And that is a huge price increase from a, a one BNB purchase. So the reason we're seeing such a large price impact is because the amount of liquidity in the pool is currently $46,000. And the way liquidity works, half is in metrics, half is in BNB. So by buying 
a little more than $400 worth of metrics, and there's only $23,000 worth of metrics in the pool, you can see how that has a pretty significant impact on what's in there. Absolutely. And one of the things that, uh, that having a lower amount of liquidity like that can do is, is it can discourage some of the larger traders from wanting to make an investment into something like metrics. Because by having such a large price impact, you're limited in how much you can buy at any given time. And it limits the ability for people who really want to get involved in the project. You know, they say, well, I can only pick up 500,000. Maybe they want to pick up 5 million. And in order to do that, you know, you'd be looking at a price impact. Let me plug in the numbers of uh, 19% which means that you would be causing a 38% increase in the price of metrics from that one purchase, which right. looks it's great on the books. But what's going to happen is someone's going to come in and essentially sell right into that as an arbitrage trader, knowing that that's a really great deal. And then they can just pick it up on a different exchange to balance things back out. Yeah. So, you know, you have to be, um, we have to grow the liquidity pool to make it easier for people to buy and sell metrics. And, you know, you were saying $500,000, that's a fantastic amount. If everyone could contribute $500 to $1,000 towards the liquidity pool, um, especially if it's $500 worth of BNB, you're pairing it with $500 worth of metrics, that's actually $1,000 contributed towards liquidity. And if 100 people do that, our liquidity goes from 46,000 up to 146,000. And now if someone wanted to make that purchase, the price impact would be reduced greatly. Um, I'm just guessing off the top of my head, but I, I imagine it would go to you know, about a third of where it was probably around 6%, which is still a big price impact, but now someone can actually buy a much larger amount of metrics without necessarily worrying that someone's going to sell immediately after they've made their purchase. Yeah, yeah, and, and that, that's uh, significant. I, it's it's very significant. But here's even more significant part: when you have a deep enough amount of liquidity in the pool, you can have that arbitrage trading, which can come in and rebalance things out with a smaller price change in the pool. Because the arbitrage traders, you know, if it changes 5% with 40,000 liquidity, it's not really enough to get someone excited because they might make a few dollars off of rebalancing it. But if you have instead 500,000 of liquidity, well, you know, a three or 4% price change would be a huge return on rebalancing that out and they might siphon off a couple hundred dollars. And that makes it worthwhile for someone to arbitrage trade yeah, and re definitely. rebalance the, uh, the prices. But what happens once you get that volume going up is you start to see the liquidity pool rewards going up. So just to throw a few numbers out, um, a pool like BNB BUSD on PancakeSwap is at 22% APR just from the trading fees. Yeah. Uh, something like, uh, USDT BNB is at 25% or uh, Cake BUSD is at 26%. And that's a really great return. 
But uh, then you look at something, and I've, I've never heard of this one, but PVU BNB is at 58%. Uh, there's even one on here, uh, uh, yay, it's called yay BUSD, um, and that one's at 216%. Now, admittedly, these coins. <laughs> That's why they call it yay. Yeah. But. <laughs> The reality is, um, Ye had $19 million in volume, and that's where you get this uh, this um, huge amount of, uh, of fees from, and there's $775,000 of liquidity. So, you know, that's one, who knows what happened? I'm not going to get into that, but you can see how these uh, rewards can really add up, especially as trading volume increases. Yeah, and, definitely, uh, definitely. you know, when when we look at some of the partnerships that metrics is looking to uh, put into place where there's going to be buying and selling volume, well, the more avenues that people have to buy and sell, any price movement on a centralized exchange will lead to a corresponding price change on a decentralized exchange like PancakeSwap through that arbitrage trading and people trying to you know, siphon or make a couple hundred dollars off of those trades to rebalance and that's truly where the big volume comes into play and where everybody starts to see the um the rewards being generated and getting a really good apr yeah. you know every metroid wins yeah yeah absolutely i was actually going to ask you what what would this make the project look like i guess if everyone did play their part and i think you've sort of hit the nail on the head there it's it's not only going to be rewarding to everyone individually that puts their liquidity in, it's rewarding to the entire community for having the liquidity because we're going to be attracting extra traders, we're going to be attracting extra investors. Um, it's going to make partnerships look a lot better. Uh, it's going to make that whole project look better. You know, have I missed anything there? No, I mean, you did hit the nail on the head. The reality is uh, when people are looking at projects to invest in, liquidity is a very important factor because you know as much as i hate to say it people want to be able to sell their investments at some point and the reality is uh, if there is some liquidity available to sell into you see that you have a massive price impact by trying to take some profits on a coin and it makes bigger investors bigger traders very skeptical of a project that they don't have enough liquidity to be able to buy into and in the future to sell into. So I think by building that, we can start to get a lot of the more serious um, decentralized uh, exchange traders to start jumping in. And uh, really once they see, and I, trust me, I've told people what Metrics is doing, they ask me where to buy it. And I say, you can get it on you know, DigitNex, you can get it on uh, PancakeSwap. And, and they look and they say, well, you know, on PancakeSwap, I want to buy $5,000, but it's going to cause a huge price jump. So I'm just going to wait until liquidity is there. And, uh, yeah. it, you know, they want to get in. And, and I'm sure other people have the same stories that I do. And I think as a community, we all need to do our part to contribute some to liquidity. One person doesn't have to do it all. But if everyone does a little bit, it will grow very quickly. Absolutely. And it already has. I mean, we started with, I think, uh, $500 worth of liquidity. And uh, I think you said it was 46000 currently today. 
Yep, forty-six thousand yeah. today, and uh, and actually, PancakeSwap is a really great graph that can kind of take you along each and every day, and mm -hmm. show you where it's been at. And yeah, I mean, just over the last week, it's it, it's gone up uh, tremendously, about three times. Okay, well, I think we uh, we put it out there to the Metroids community. Uh, if you don't know how to add liquidity, Sam Barr has already made a video. It's in Metrics Academy, and, and it'll walk you through step by step how to do it. What's a fair target, do you think, Igo, for, uh, let's say, the end of this month? Uh, I think by the end of this month, we could probably make it to 250000 I was thinking the same. Will we double that, though, and make it a challenge? Well, if the community doubles it, then, uh, I don't know, maybe... maybe uh, Maybe we could do a giveaway or something, or or, or start start some reward pool. Who knows? <laughs> I, I think we can definitely There's do some sort of giveaway. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I you know I forgot to add one thing, uh, sure. which I think is very significant. The uh, APR for the metrics BNB rewards, um, or, or the uh, metrics BNB pool, is currently sitting at almost six percent. And right. If you look at that versus staking rewards, you know, for everyone who's just leaving it in staking, at uh, I think it's ten percent with um, is it one or two percent collected for the community One percent. One percent. One percent. So that would be nine percent to the uh, you know to the staker. Nine percent versus six percent. You know, if we grow that liquidity a little more, we're going to overtake that nine percent very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, well, as we've seen with the, the other larger pools, and you know, 250,000 for the size of our community, I mean, that's nothing. It really is nothing. It, it's really just, I think the biggest issue is there's so many people like myself that haven't played in this playground before. They're, they're, they're in the old playground, in the old sand bits, on the, on the old sort of swings, um, and this is all new. So that's why I wanted to do another uh, interview with yourself, get a little bit more information out there, I asked Sambara if he could uh, make up another video um, just so that we can get as much information out there. People can feel a little bit more comfortable with how these liquidity pools work, how this whole new pancake and Uniswap thing works. Um, we've got our lovely partners at Shard as well that have um, put up other uh, uh, liquidity pools with us, uh, and we're going to be building those as well. So, so guys, there's a lot of options out there now. There really is. But uh, as I go... Oh, yeah put it pretty clearly, I mean, without this liquidity, we're not going to really be building this project. So if everyone can do their part, help out. If it's $200 worth that you can do, let's put the 200 in. It'll, it will all add up. Those uh, that can do a lot more, I'm sure it will add this up very, very quickly. And uh, I personally haven't put my liquidity in as yet. And uh, so that'll be coming as well. Um, and I think if we all play our part, 500,000, so we'll get there. 250,000 by the end of the month, I think that's very, very achievable. So. I'll certainly put my hand up and say I'll be putting some in. Uh, I know IGO's already put money in. Um, so if everyone else can do their part, big or small, uh, we'll, we will get there. And it, it's just going to really change uh, the project. So I go actually, probably the best question to ask you, maybe even just bullet points, what are the main benefits for someone who actually does provide liquidity apart from helping the entire community? Well, I mean, really the biggest benefit uh, personal, like to, to the person themselves, is the rewards and being able to collect on that just by leaving it there. And especially as metrics grows, as those use cases come into play, we will see much more volume. And uh, I, I really think that 
there's going to be uh, just really, I mean, great returns across the board, no matter what you do. Um, but we got to get the project there. And, and as you're saying, we have to um, make it accessible to people. And I think that's really the key is um, if we all kind of do our part and, and help to build that liquidity, it will make a huge difference. And we'll see that difference because it will begin to put things into motion where it can just grow organically. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And ideally, that's what we want. I mean, if we can get it up to say 250,000 by the end of the month with, with the Metroid's help, which I'm sure we can easily do that, then the organic growth from there, even in small percentages, it's dollar value wise, it's gonna be huge. And, and that's why I was thinking to double that 250 to 500. Once we get to the 250, I think it'll get to 500 very quickly because it's just gonna attract so many other people to it. Well, and that's the thing is once you start attracting other people, some people may choose to buy some metrics and because they wanna hold on to that metrics, they'll provide more liquidity which will essentially deepen the liquidity pool. And one thing to keep in mind, I think this is important for everyone, you know, when we were talking about impermanent loss before, the more liquidity we have, the more it stabilizes the price and prevents the very rapid swings up and down. And we can get a more stable and controlled price movement. And that's really important as well, because when a coin is jumping all around, it, in my opinion, it makes the chart look a little bit sketchy. And it can throw some people off and say, well, you know, I can put my money and it'll just go down, you know, 10 or 20% the next day. But if instead we can have a chart where we're not getting massive swings, but we're getting more of a slow organic growth, I think it would really be helpful for the long-term goal of the project. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And it, it's going to make people feel a lot easier about the investment as well, um, which is exactly what we're after. Um, we're, we're not a pump and dump, as hopefully all of the community know now. We're, we've, we've built a solid foundation. <laughs> we've, we've built a professional uh, project, and it's just getting better and better as the days roll on. I mean, this is going to be a huge month that we're in now. We've got a lot of people wanting to talk about us. Um, so you're going to see a lot, lot more um, coming out over, over the month. And that's why we just wanted to have this chat to you today so that we can start building this liquidity. Let people see how serious this project really is. So, mate, that's, um, they're the only questions Excellent, that Trent, I, I have to cover. I have to interrupt you. Go for it. Oh, you, yeah, yeah. So you were just saying about, you know, getting the word out there, you know, for example, we just had a fantastic video review of metrics. And uh, when you look at something like that, and we're getting the word out there, people are seeing it. The number one question is always gonna be, where can I buy metrics? Where Correct. can I get into this? And, I, and again, having that liquidity available, which by the way, is when you compare it to a centralized exchange with an order book, you're not benefiting at all from providing the liquidity there, in my opinion. You benefit through the rewards and the, and the APR in a decentralized exchange like PancakeSwap. You're listening to the official Metrics Coin podcast. Stay informed on the newest wallet updates, community proposals, AMAs, partnerships, exchange listings, and more. Be sure to go to metricscoin.info to learn more about how Metrics Coin engages in recreation as well as business.